In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Each Palm Sunday, I wonder what it would be like to be in Jerusalem, walking down the road that Jesus and his disciples would have taken. I imagine and can almost hear people from all over the world shouting, Hosanna is the king. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. In many languages, they shout the same words we recall every Sunday as we gather for Holy Eucharist. There have been times in many years past when Christians have been stopped from walking that sacred path or times of unruly crowd behavior. Christians are shrinking in number in our Holy Land, and yet Christians gather in unexplained numbers during Holy Week and Easter. Visitors can move about our Holy Land easily, and yet not Palestinian Christians because of political conflict. But those Christians that come to the Holy Land put their whole bodies into Holy Week and Easter. We began putting our bodies into Palm Sunday this morning as we processed, many of us did it around the sanctuary. And the services that continue in Holy Week allow us to put the whole of who we are into our worship. Jesus instructed in that, in the lesson that in section of the Liturgy of the Palms, to go to a nearby village where they could find a donkey and a colt. Think about that encounter. The story brings up lots of questions for me. Did the disciples know the owner? Had the owner ever seen them before? Jesus gave them code words to use. If someone asked why they were untying the donkey and the colt, Jesus said, just tell them the Lord needs it. How was that prearranged? It worked because the disciples brought the donkey and the colt to Jesus. And they threw their cloaks on the donkey and the colt. And the text says that Jesus sat on them. It's always a quandary in my mind. So picture Jesus sitting on a, a colt and a donkey. Did he really sit on both of them? Can you imagine how that might have happened? It was believed in Jesus' time that the Messiah would come into Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives. And Psalm 118, portions of that are read or sung uh, just as we sang All Glory, Lord, and Honor this morning. And that psalm is believed to be the words that the early Christians would have sung, which is a song of praise, thanking God for deliverance for saving God's people. Some of the religious leaders wanted the crowd to stop, to be quiet, to quiet them down. Not unlike today in our early land, there are religious and political leaders that want to quiet the voices that gather during Holy Week. We entered this song with joy and acclamation, singing all glory, laud, and honor him familiar to many of us, and putting our feet on the path and knowing we enter into Holy Week and the passion of our Lord. And we just had that passion marvelously read for us. The shouts of Hosanna 
carry us, call us to continue the walking, to accompany Jesus each day of this week. Jesus rides a lowly donkey and colt into Jerusalem and invites us along, walking with and letting the whole story become our story. The Passion narrative gives us so much to consider as we enter into Holy Week. And I sometimes turn to art. Fiscal Church in Connecticut will be having an exhibit in, that begins in June of icons that will be borrowed from all around the diocese with particular emphasis on non-traditional iconography. These will include contemporary artists who depict Jesus or the Holy Family or Mary or saints in the context of the varying cultures out of which they might come. At the Commons, the exhibit will be open throughout the summer and into early fall. So many traditional icons and stained glass windows depict Jesus and the biblical characters as all white. In Nazareth, the Basilica of the Annunciation has, there's a courtyard with mosaic depictions of Mary from all over the world. They're huge and you can walk around the courtyard and uh, experience them. So they're painted or they're created with mosaics into people that are out of those particular cultures and ethnic groups. They're amazing and they're wonderful. You can stand and look at them for hours. And there's an artist named Ho Chi who has combined Chinese painting with Western modernism. His painting called The Crucifixion shows Jesus on the cross with some provocative images of suffering people whose lives were changed by Jesus in the stories that we know in Holy Scripture. Included were a wounded man, a mother and child, a prisoner, a naked woman, a woman, a man supported by a friend. They're two smaller crosses, not, it's not the three crosses all the same size, they're two smaller ones to the side that refer to the thieves who were crucified with Jesus. The Holy Spirit in the form of a dove hovers over these suffering people. Ho Chi said in an interview, I found sometimes people did something wrong even committed a crime due to their poverty. Some of them became thieves, became robbers, became prostitutes. I think Jesus had a special concern about the poor and their living right during his time on earth. An image often speaks louder than words. Ho Chi's image invites one to think more deeply about the passion story without the use of words. I have a few copies in the narthex if you want to take a look at them. They're on one of the benches in the narthex. As we walk this week with Jesus, let's remember the stories of Jesus' life and death, all that he did in life and has done and continues to do in our own lives. And the invitations for all of us to come along, to put our feet on the path and to walk these last steps that Jesus took. Let us pray with the words of Janet Morley, called Prayer in Jerusalem. Jesus, our brother, as we dare to follow in the steps you trod, be our companion on the way. 
May our eyes see not only the stones that saw you, but the people who walk with you now. May our feet tread not only the path of your pain, but the streets of a living city. May our prayers embrace not only the memory of your presence, but the flesh and blood who jostle us today. Bless us with them and make us long to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Amen.